0: Mystery and horror. The air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night,
1: what music they make. well hello all you monster fiends and thanks for joining us for another deep dive factoid filled episode exploring hollywood's most famous monsters i am your master of ceremonies sam and i am joined as always by dan from Bleed and marvelous say hello dan hello dan oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh and we are back with a proper episode this week yes proper monster episode. So, before we get into the episode, I'll get the disclaimer out of the way with, and we'll get into them. So, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the comment section and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Thank you. If anyone caught the Sunday episode, Graham did the disclaimer. And bless his heart, he did an absolutely fantastic job. I feel like I technically could be out of saying the disclaimer because it was amazing. But I fucked up. I wrote that down while I was away because I know it verbatim. And I said, keep it fun, keep it safe, and keep the toxic behavior out of nerdism. And when I heard it back, I was like, I don't say safe, I say kind. And I was like, I've messed up there, so my apologies for that.
0: (laughs) I I imagine Graham was like the Royal Shakespeare Presents, (laughs) the monologue.
1: Please go and watch it. It changes accents every two minutes. (laughs)
0: Amazing. (laughs) Right.
1: So this week's episode is, now I'm calling it John Kramer, Jigsaw. Yes. Because Jigsaw. Because I think Jigsaw just sounds weird, given that we know that he has a name. Mm -hmm. So, Jigsaw, John Kramer, is the main antagonist in the Saw franchise, a franchise that has 10 movies behind it with a new one to hit cinemas. Now, I've got in my notes this October, but as of about a couple of hours ago, it has been announced that it's been moved a month earlier. Yes. Yeah. It's the man who likes to play games for the sake of humanity. So. Are you ready to play a game as we bring you John Kramer? Jigsaw. Jigsaw.
0: I love that. Jigsaw.
1: So, does, so mysterious.
0: Isn't it? So,
1: <laughs> so does John Kramer make a good
0: monster? No. no, 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 no. I agree. He's a person. He's not a monster. Um, he's just a wronged man, yeah, it's what he is. He's a vengeful person. Um, <sighs> that is it, really. Yeah. Monster wise, he doesn't actually kill anyone, no, he doesn't. So, um, for a
1: movie that has now, I had to, this is the one fact that I, I literally wrote down before we come on because I was intrigued, it only has 77 kills yep. to its name he has not done one of them
0: and the the uh which one was it uh spiral add the spiral into that and it takes it to 86 because i found ah. a lot of, i found a lot of them saying 77 right and then with the spiral into it it comes to 86 but whether that is true or not again not enough time to fact check we're in that ballpark but yeah you're yeah. right Okay, but, but still that's still look it, at invisible man he's still the head run he's still the leaderboard he is he's still head of the leaderboard
1: claude rains is still up there with the highest kill count of any monster that we've done so far <laughs> 124 124 <laughs> unbelievable Jeff. isn't that crazy now john kramer gets slightly compared what i have noticed in my research to mr hannibal lecter not in the sense of how they kill in the reason why they do it, mm. so Hannibal Lecter, if you don't know, he is doing it to improve humanity. He's taken out all of the imperfection. So by eating it, by eat exactly, <laughs> I just made my stomach do a bit of a flip flop there. you yeah, yep, love a cannibal, it. yeah? Yep. he is doing it because he, or John's doing it because he wants the he's. So he tried to commit suicide. By driving into a cliff. It didn't work. And because of that, he got this new lease of life. But he didn't want to go and test himself. He wanted to go and test other people to have the same experience. John never went out of his way to kill anybody. He just wanted people to appreciate the life that they had, and they needed to be put in scary situations to appreciate it or repent for something bad that they had done
0: yep it's um I I was watching a, a a YouTube documentary on jigsaw and uh on and on John and basically they're they were saying that um he uh, he has something called a God complex I think um, right I get that and i'm just trying to find the passage now because i've got so many notes all over yeah place. no i'm trying to like make sure i'm like not going <laughs> all but over the, god, the place but what they they said the god complex is written down as is an unshakable belief characterized by consistently inflated feelings of personability privilege or infallibility so they never admit error they're highly dogmatic they think they're like a higher being or something and they have no regard for society um when they don't follow his moral compass Mm -hmm. um and he believes by if they follow his plan that they will be reborn so he's more like a manson than he is anything else because Ah, if you look he doesn't he doesn't kill anyone Mm-mm. manson technically never killed anybody in that
1: in that circle that's not that circle he, he, yeah he, he killed someone years did.
0: ago yeah he did but yeah but in the situation of the cult he never did that mm-hmm. that i'm aware of um mm-hmm. and then no he didn't he's got his little followers mm-hmm. so he's got his dr lawrence uh god what was his name lawrence gordon i think it is yeah
1: and then dr. you've got gordon, amanda
0: amanda you've got mark hoffman yeah and then in the newer jigsaw movie you've got logan nelson So he had his four little stooges, and they were like his little followers. So he's more of a Manson figure, I would say, than a Hannibal figure, but I get where the comparisons come from. There was a lot of,
1: like, John versus Hannibal, in, and I was like, see, no, because at least Hannibal had the balls to take them out himself. Yeah. John didn't. So I didn't see... I could kind of, but not fully get on board with that idea of it. Um, I don't know how up to date this is, but apparently if you watch all the movies, it'll take you 666 minutes.
0: Well, that would explain a lot because I have watched all the movies since Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Even did it feel the like terrible 666 ones. minutes? Number six See, did. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: <laughs> I can't get past. I love the first one. Yeah, i think the first one is an absolute piece of art especially for a movie that had it, it was never meant to be where it was meant to be yeah it was classed it was going to literally be shot it was a passion project of james one and who's the other guy Lee wagner one l one l oh yeah. it was a passion project of theirs it was going to go straight to, to VHS or DVD, whichever platform they were at at the time. I think it was DVD.
0: We were at DVDs. Yeah, it's two thousand and four, so I would yeah. say so. Yeah.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, and that was the plan, but it got it got in there, and it it did probably better than what they ever imagined. Um, the second one I adored for the twist because at the time twists weren't really like we had the sixth sense, blew your mind. Now twists are like you're just waiting for them to happen. It wasn't like that back then. So I love the twist aspect of the second one. I thought the kills were fantastic. The idea it was just... I thought that was brilliant. Donnie Wahlberg. In
0: the sixth sense as well as. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, um, And then I lost off. Oh, oh. Oh, Oh, oh. the right stuff. (laughs) It will never leave me. He will always be a new kid on the block. You know, and everybody... Takes one look at Donny Wahlberg, and they're like, "They don't really know who he is." And I'm like, "He was more famous than his brother for exactly. ten years of my life. His brother was a laughing stock. He was Marky Mark. Put your pants down, you know. Oh, Marky Mark and the Wild Bunch. <laughs> yeah, <The> Wild Bunch. <laughs> you know, and, and he was like, "Goodbye, precious." <laughs> you know, that was him. And 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 it's like, then all of a sudden somehow he started getting in movies and he did boogie nights and he did all these little ones and then boom we're now full-on action star mr mark Wahlberg, and donnie's mm-hmm. getting these little parts little did, part. to be fair he did marry um jenny mccarthy and she's a bit bit of a nut job
1: really yeah but, um, i mean he's got his hands hold there but i actually saw <laughs> just to go on a new kids on the block tangent i actually saw them a couple of years ago at newcastle Um and oh my god so that you know that you know the arena. Yeah, and it was halved off, curtain in the middle because obviously they didn't sell out. But I swear to God, it was one of the best shows I'd ever seen. I didn't it was even know they taught. so much fun. It was a few years ago now. My sister in law was like, "Listen, I've drunkenly gone and bought new kids on the block tickets." <laughs> I appreciate if you don't want to come. And I was like, "No, I'll go. I, I like seeing live music, regardless of what it is." Um, and yeah, I just had the best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I stuck have pictures so of them good. on my wall. That's how much I loved it. So when I saw Donny Wahlberg in this, I was like, firstly, I was like, oh my god, he's lived a hard life. He just yeah. seemed to have gone from being the the. I don't even know what his position. He was was he the bad boy? I'm really not sure what his position. was. I think was so. He he
1: wore a Misfits t shirt on stage, and I was like. Okay,
0: I I see you. I see you. <laughs> so it comes from being he had that sort of dynamic in the in the band. I presume. I I, I can't read. Eh. And then he wasn't the funny one. <laughs> no, that that was for one of the more personality driven types of the band. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really didn't
1: come across as like he had one.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, to be fair to them,
1: it was Dad Danson. On a stage for it. But I live for every moment of this. (laughs) No, I would.
0: I'm still going to see him. If if I'd have known, I probably would have come. But um, they go from that Donnie Wahlberg to Donnie Wahlberg in, I want to say, was it, oh, God, four? Three or four with the ice block. Uh, Hang on. Right, I watched every film and I've given each thing, each trap its own name i made one up for every single one of them because <laughs> so, i know they've all got official names like the venus flytrap and the bear trap yeah. and all this stuff and i was like i i don't know what any of that is but um yeah it's it, it was the one where donnie was hanging and he had the two ice cubes yes and i vaguely and it came, remember it yeah and he had they are not my favorite well he had long hair and i was like. Hello. This this works. I don't know what this is, but this works. <laughs> yes, I'm being a pervy old lady, but I don't care. That worked. I didn't mind it, even though he was dangling by a chain in an orange jumpsuit on some on some ice with his feet. And I, I don't. Yeah, it, just one of the another really ridiculously elaborate nonsense things that Costas Mandalore created, rather than John. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's Mark Hoffman. Should I say sorry? But yeah. yeah
1: the see when it gets to like three onwards it just becomes torture porn like the the gore fest of it and what it just felt what ridiculous concept can we come up with to kill these people and i'm not driven by that i on the other hand got back into it and this is where my love starts again is jigsaw i thought that is a fucking spectacular movie and then spiral happened and because of the this i watched spiral first and before i'd watched jigsaw and i was like if this is the direction the saw franchise is going with with the detective side of things and a kind of like story within a story kind of thing i i'm in for that and then very much
0: who've done it i found more than a yeah um, but i love that but the thing about that, I don't know if you you saw this in any of your like looking about. But was that in Spiral, there was technically three nods to Pulp Fiction. Oh no! Well, Samuel L. Jackson was the first one. Right? Yeah. Then when um I called it the wax melt. You know when she's laying um oh yeah laying yeah. down and they drip the wax on her. Yeah. Um, I called that one the wax melt because it just stayed in my brain. But when he's walking out of that safe room it says vincent and jules on the safe oh my god and the other one is the fact that his name is zeke and you hear at the end um samuel L. jackson say ezekiel which is <gasps> a heart back to the the ezekiel twenty five seventeen passage that he gives yes when he's given the great vengeance, down. yeah, yeah. Bombay, <laughs> that one, yeah. So they've got three nods to Pulp Fiction in there somehow. So wow, did James Wan have something to
1: do with? It? He, he's had something to do with all of them, but he hasn't been directly like in like director wise. But did he with Spiral? I don't think he
0: did. I think that one was left. I think they were taken on as oh, I don't know if they were even executive producers, but you know when you have nothing to do with something, so they give you a fancy title, and yeah, then they'll
1: just, to, just just to shut you up.
0: Yeah, and then they'll go to you if there's something they're really not sure about. Mm-hmm. Um, and what shocked me, and I don't know why it shocked me so much. I think it's purely because the success he's had in America is the mm-hmm. fact that Lee and James are both Australian. Yeah, did not know that. I I don't I know. Knew why, I knew Lee was.
1: That. I knew Lee was. I don't. Uh, I feel like I knew Lee was, but I didn't know until recently that Lee is the guy in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. It and was, I was to like, save on budget. They, yeah, they wanted we to be Curry, Curry, Curry. that. That's it. I was gonna call him Corey Hart. Who's Curry <laughs> Hart? Is that Pink's husband? <laughs>
0: Uh, it might be um (laughs) yeah uh i it took me a long time to figure out how to say his surname and then i heard someone say it once and i was like that's not how i would go but okay carrie elwiz i think it's elwiz or something like that now i grew up with him princess bride robin hood men in tights you know they were my my twister twister, uh liar liar they were my like quintessential Carrie films Mm -hmm. um
1: and probably men in this. tights
0: was one of them because I love Mel Brooks. I've got there's a a Swedish space balls one up there because I love Mel Brooks so much. Massive. I mean poster. who who
1: doesn't? I didn't realise that I could and I can still to this day quote space balls from
0: start to finish. Um I can do space balls and I could do men in tights and I still know all the words <laughs> and the songs. So we're men, manly men, we're men in tights.
1: Tight. Post. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Um, but that's a, it's a big deal having him on there. Like It's a completely different character from what we'd seen
0: him as. And he, it was a bit of a shock because, again, we're so used to putting a DVD on and seeing that person frozen in time and every time you watch it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when you go to see the cinema and you see someone that you haven't seen in, say, 10, 10 years on your screen, because I think Liar Liar was about 96, 97 maybe. Oh yeah, must be. It was around that era, uh, that area, and then two thousand and four was saw. So there was a gap of time where he mm-hmm. was nowhere to be seen. Um. So when I saw him, I was just like, "He's really grown up." Mm-hmm. It was kind of a bit of a shock because, you know, middle age spread and all that, and people grow old. They're allowed to have it, but it was it was like a. <gasps> he's not he's not the Princess Bride anymore.
1: You know, know, he's not... um, He's not this handsome, chiseled jaw fellow that we've seen in all of the other movies because he is completely transformed in this one. Almost to the point of being quite
0: unrecognisable. But there's there's a lot to how they got him in the movie. Um, James and uh, Lee, they had... I think they had seven hundred thousand dollars to make this and it was all funded by lee james had no money lee funded the whole thing they wow. um, um, until they got approached by dreamworks and i want to say twisted pictures i think that's who it was yeah i think that's um, the, the the barbed wire thing yeah yeah and dreamworks wanted to take it in a totally different direction and, and they were like now nah, get lost we don't want uh a michael bay produces this so it's not happening um so they come up with yeah, all the explosions would have been wonderful <laughs> um yeah they had uh twisted pictures come on and basically said right okay we'll give you the rest of the money and we can get you in certain actors if but we'll leave you be basically mm-hmm. we like what you've got you just need to get some names in it so they uh i think they had 18 days to shoot the whole film 18 yeah. so it was filmed in 18 days <laughs> And they filmed it chronologically which is something that movies don't do no they don't and yes what was
1: i reading last night because i was dead interested but i felt it was just so long i was like you'll remember this um it was that they did they filmed it all because of the intensity of it they needed yeah. it to follow on they, they couldn't just say right we're going to go from intense scene to relaxing to a big intense to it wouldn't have worked emotionally wise they really put so much fucking thought into how this pr- was produced, because the camera angles for each person in the room reflects their mood. Yeah. So when you're in Kari, you, you're completely dead still. He's calm. He's collected. He's trying to think. We're in it with them. But when you're with, you've got I forgot his name. already. Adam, but Lee. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. His character I'll, name was Adam. It was. So when you're with Adam, you. I've even got a fucking write down here. When you're with <laughs> Adam. It's shaky. It's all, yeah. It moves all over the place because he is totally fucking scatty. And also, no dummy. Tobin Bell is lying yeah. in that room the entire time. <laughs> that and that's the man. thing. They couldn't
0: film it any other way because it would have ruined mm-hmm. that climax for them. They didn't know that he was going to get up at the end. They just thought he was a bloke playing a dead guy in the middle of the room because yeah. Tobin Bell had been in a few movies at that point. He'd been in Goodfellas. But nothing massive that I can think of. Oh my god, yes, it's his good
1: fellas? No, no, he was always a bit character. He yeah. was, he was there, but he wasn't. You, you'd have to be looking for him to yeah. know he was there.
0: And uh, he's, he, they came across him because they just liked his intensity. Um, his approach that. to the part was that he wanted to play. Uh, he was only interested in playing characters that were driven by the human condition. Yeah. As with, and, and that's what he said um he absolutely hates horror movies tobin bell but that's he loved so he loved one. jigsaw's character so much because he loved how he his his response was to what his response was to the way that everything has unfolded and how he his reactions became so he, he just loved that ever evolving thing with with the, the storyline you know Oh, because um, it's so complex. It's yeah. not
1: as it's not black and white. For all the yes, we you know we spoke at the beginning about his reasoning. It's not as straightforward. Like there's a lot of work that goes into his choosings mm. of his victims.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is, I, when I was watching this that documentary, they were saying about how John is what they would call uh, a game theorist. That's what he does. Because he was a civil, in, uh, civil engineer right. and he yeah. was one of the top in his field, <laughs> they said that his brain was always thinking about possible outcomes because that was part of what his training was to do his job. He had to mm-hmm. think, you know, if if I put this building up, is it going to fall down? And what are the processes? You know, how many different ways could this stay up or step, fall down and all this? So they, they said he applied that thinking to every situation for every person that he trapped so Mm -hmm. he'd he'd have to know what would go right and what would go wrong and in theory they think that the every trap would have had about four or five different um outcomes so there could have been four or five different ways out or to die or you know like it's
1: it wasn't straightforward it it was was never
0: straightforward No, but. Going back to how they got Carrie Elwes on there, mm. um, James one, he's actually responsible for making the Billy doll. He made it with mm. some paper mache. Fuck's sake, balls. are you reading my page? Like <laughs> 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 <That> literally <laughs> on my page is everything. <laughs> I've got James one stitched Billy doll together himself. But the thing was, the only reason I say that is because he had to put it in his suitcase and travel from wherever he was to go see Carrie Elwes to convince him to come into the movie now he took billy with him he took billy because he wanted to kind of show him what the gist of it was but Mm -hmm. then you had the issue with the the money and that's why you don't see carrie elwes until six he was in one yes that's right and there was a big thing because i've written it down somewhere and i've lost it but the gist of it was He was owed 1%. That was the deal he made with um, the studio or or the the lads um, when they made the first movie. It was supposed to be 1% of all profits. And the the movie turned over like 100 and something million.
1: Um, They they did not expect that, though.
0: No, he got 70K. Carrie elway got 70K. So he refused to come back. He refused to have anything to do with it until they paid him what he was owed. Uh, Good for it, him. And so, yeah, so he held out, and then he sued them, and they settled outside. Twisted Pictures settled outside of court, got his money back. Boom, he's back in six. But then it died. That that incarnation one to six then sort of died. Uh, was he in three D as well? Yeah, I think i has 3D- been three D. Yes, long time he was. I've seen three D. Yeah, he was. Three D was Chester Bennington. Um, was was uh, there was a lot going on in that one? Um, Sean Patrick Flannery from uh, good god, what was that? Uh, Boondock Saints with um, oh my god, yeah, yeah, uh, um, oh my god, yeah, so there was a lot going on, but he he was, um, yeah, he was sticking hard and fast, he was having none of it. He was supposed to be a reoccurring guy, like, yeah, he was like gonna, uh, Mark, yeah.
1: but good for him, like, yeah, no, you were. If that's what was agreed, then that's what he should have gotten. They had, I mean, be, be, like fair enough. They had no idea that this movie was going to catapult the way that it did. But fuck me, if they got it, then they got to
0: pay. Well, they wanted originally. They wanted to do something along the lines of it being filmed on, like a found footage type style. Fuck yes they wanted it like horror is my favorite security cameras was how they were going to originally start it in that room just have it all filmed on security cameras
1: No.
0: Yeah. but um paranormal activity came out just before they when they were mm. they'd fleshed it out they had it all on the script they had gone to the studios they'd sat down with it all and then paranormal activity come out as found footage and they were like it's too soon you can't do that so they stopped with that idea that's a shame. Uh, but yeah, they they said the budget was so small that's why they had the one room, which makes perfect sense. But um, the little hidden gem that no one thought that I always forget this. But Danny Glover's in that movie.
1: Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> You're not pinching this one from us. No, I'll let you have this one. <laughs> it's only Danny Glover is in the mo- in the first movie, but his scenes only took two days to shoot. Yeah. Two yeah. days. And because they, that's literally, with them shooting in chronological order, they had to just do everything with him straight away. Mm. And he's not the spricest of people, so I can imagine him just wanting to get it over and done with.
0: It was the fact that when you see him in there, it's like I never remember anything about one until I watch it. Because for me, one has always been just two blokes in a room and a dead guy in the middle.
1: You forget everything else going on. You,
0: you forget Starship Troopers ladies in it. Um, yeah, forget, she is. Sh- you forget Danny Glover's in it. Um, at that point, they hadn't introduced uh, Donnie Wahlberg. He didn't come in until two. No. Um, but uh, she then was in two with Donnie Wahlberg. And then in three, she had the rib splitter. And she was oh. put into the rib splitter, wasn't she? So, yeah. Um, oh. But, yeah, it's... Uh, there's, there's a there's a lot. I think the my biggest pet peeve about this franchise is the fact that they hop about all over the place. So yeah, chronologically one to nine, whatever it is, um, that should run congruently, but they don't. Like number like jigsaw took place before number one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, because then... he's still alive.
1: Well, no, no, he's not. He's dead this is jigsaw can be very confusing if you're trying to explain it to somebody because <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the movie you've got your victims i fucking love this film by the way um you've got your victims who are going through their games yeah. who are going through their tri- their trials and tribulations and at this at the same time you've got your detective story going on yeah. that you that is not actually running concurrently with the games it's yeah. the games happened. Sorry, spoilers. By the way, the games happened it's,
0: it's been out years for, before. Six years. If they haven't seen it by now, I think you're all right.
1: <laughs> but the games happened years
0: before. But the but
1: because there's clues appearing in the detective story of these games, you feel like them two are running concurrently, and they're actually not. And obviously, with the big reveal at the end. It happened ages ago. It's just a, a a ploy to get what's he called? A horrible man.
0: He deserved the it, pl- by the way. The policeman. Yeah, Laser, uh, the one with the lasers. He yeah. deserved that. I can't think of what his name was, but it starts with a H. Um, but we'll yeah, call it- him Hagrid. But he was um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was horrible, and he did, that was the first time that they introduced lasers into the kill. Zones, but
0: this is the thing I loved it. This is the thing I didn't understand because he, um, his Padawan in that one, whatever his name was, uh, Nelson, I think I said, yeah, the the, the detective, yeah, Nelson, uh, no, the coroner, no, he was a
1: coroner, that's right, he wasn't a detective, he was a coroner, that's right, because he was (laughs) friends with the coroner, crazy
0: lady, yeah, now that that was unnecessary, I mean. Let's be honest. Could we stereotype a character more than give her tattoos, dyed hair, and oh, she goes on murder websites, and oh, she's a collector of all the jigsaw frigging paraphernalia? She, had I mean, afford it on her salary to hire a great big warehouse to house everything in. It's like yeah, and have get out. the actual spiral,
1: repl- the the spiral was it a replica or was the actual thing the. I, she- I that, think she said she con- had it made from the plans or something like that. I think she that, said. that contraption was fucking terrifying. Also, blender. If, if nobody the blender, if yeah. nobody noticed that the blender is actually the spirals that you get on Billy's face, which I was like I was like, I should have known because it's pretty obvious. But when I read it, I was like, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um I don't know that bit that that subplot was unnecessary, and I just felt you could it was take a bit...
1: her out of it, and it, it wouldn't wouldn't have made matter. a blind bit of difference. But she was very heavy, stereotypical of the the serial killer girl who's a fanatic, who you know. And it was we're not all like that. No, we may I mean... be heavily tattooed and we collect some weird shit, but we don't we don't want to like. I don't start have a, a fan
0: club. I don't have a warehouse full of bloody contraptions Mm-mm. that have killed many many people Not <laughs> like, <yet. laughs> there's still time if i win the lottery no <laughs> but yeah it's, uh, I, I don't know that that really peeved me in that and and i thought you know how we set up that last that last game because when i was looking at how his followers went out lawrence mm-hmm. gordon still alive still Mm -hmm. alive and kicking amanda got shot because she shot the lady with the bullet necklace, so she got shot by him because hoffman had set her up and he was gonna let john know that she was cecil's girlfriend and she was there when um jill lost the baby so costa uh, so mark hoffman was blackmailing amanda so that's why she shot the lady because that's what he told her to do So there was all that subplot going on. So she got shot and she died. Hoffman got left for dead by Amanda, Mm -hmm. which I still can't work out how the fuck that happened because I thought she got shot and then he's still alive. I mean, she only got shot, and it's movies, so like you know, you don't really, you don't have to necessarily die. But it was one of those things where I was like, hang on a minute, is that I? Have I missed something? I, I probably have. I did zone out on a few occasions, like I say, five, six. Four, five, six were a bit
1: the, the 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 hard work, and that is why I didn't go back over them for because I can't, I just couldn't sit there and go. I don't want it to take away from how I'm feeling about this franchise <laughs> right now. So don't take that away. I will sit and watch Jigsaw and Spiral and the first one and the second one constantly. Three. Mm, I'm okay with, Um, but the rest of them are just, no, go away, get
0: out. It's it's the subplots to everything. They do tie them in well. You eventually understand where they're going with them. But then, like I say, they jump about all over the place on the timeline in those three or four movies Mm. that you're not entirely sure what year you're in, when it happened. You know he's still alive, so everything in this had to have happened prior to three. So you're like... But in Jigsaw...
1: He's not. He's dead. He yeah. has been for bruh, ten, ten years. years. That's yeah. right. Because because <laughs> he died in Saw Three. Yep. Which came out in October twenty seventh, two thousand and six. Jigsaw was released in October twenty seventh, two thousand and
0: seventeen. He'd been dead for exactly eleven years. There you go. There you go. Did Did you also <laughs> know that Saw? Um, up until recently, Police Academy was uh, the world record holder for most films consecutively filmed and released year after year after year. So they'd done six back to back from like 84 to I think it was like 89. They filmed right. a movie, released it, movie released it, can, you know, every year up until that point. But Sora has uh-huh. been the film that knocked them out of the number one spot. But so they it wasn't did... Jigsaw the first one where it hadn't been. It was the first one because yeah. So yeah, had... they had a break. From 2004 to 2010, they, they released seven movies and filmed them within a year. So that's, why... Christ, that's why some of them are a little bit lacklustre because but... Lee said that he'd written the treatment for the first three. And um, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. The first three because they were so john heavy they were very yeah. much about the psychology and the relationships that he had with amanda or yeah. hoffman um they gave him enough time about the disrespecting of his uh, mark being a copycat, um and he didn't like that amanda was never a copycat and um, she, she was, was a just, follower yeah she was always just wanting to be vengeful whereas uh hoffman was always like he had to be in control and he never understood why they were given the opportunity to come through it. He didn't Mm -hmm. understand that this rebirth thing, what that was about, because as far as he was concerned, they should be punished. He's judge, jury, executioner, that's it. They should be gone. Um, But it appeared that Gordon was the only one, was. he was the only one that just blindly followed because he understood what John wanted to do. I feel like the coroner was like that too. He had a... idea well he was supposed to see that was the other thing he was he never died he went back to the war so he was a serial killer for a bit or whatever you want to class him as and then he just fucked back off to iraq you know why
1: not (laughs) off
0: you go off your pops
1: it's like it's like nothing happened and i'll just erase this with just some bad memories and then come back like nothing happened but, yeah, in, in Jigsaw, he is dead, very much dead. Yes. Um, But very much alive when the games are happening. Yeah. And looking well, too. So he's yeah. obviously not had his diagnosis. But I need to ask, the woman with the baby, did you feel she deserved it? Because I think Laura... she... <laughs> she should have died straight away.
0: <laughs> That's Laura Vanderbilt, I think her name is. She does a lot of DC stuff, if I'm, I'm mistaken. Voice work um no she well yes and she's been in like i'm gonna have to imdb this because they'll, they'll lynch me because she's like uh she's some sort of princess to that community and if i get it wrong i'm gonna um get please hauled over the cold
1: please don't come for us people
0: <laughs> yeah she um not the dc fans smallville um ah. she, she's oh god stop it my phone's playing up on me now um, and they really wanted to do something yeah, so it's always the way. Yeah, she's done a lot of like really, uh, Supergirl. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. But and- basically she's that's her thing. She's a lot. Of, she's a DC she's a heavy
1: C- girl. CW actress.
0: Base. Yes, we'll go with that. Um, so when I saw her, she's always been very blonde and very. That's the role she played. Mm-hmm. CW pretty girl. Um, and then when I saw her in this with dark hair as a baby killer, I was like. Oh, that, that was a choice casting. She was trying yeah. to break the mold there. Um,
1: she deserved to die. I <laughs> knew there was something up with her story. The minute it
0: was played out, I went, nah, nah, but nah. See, She's not the here for that. That's the thing. It, it, you knew because everybody confessed. Everyone was honest as quickly as they were. But her, it was like, okay. I've not done anything. You yes, you fucking,
1: have. You fucking did. You killed your baby and then blamed it on your husband. And then he killed himself. So you
0: have two deaths on your hand. You deserved it. You deserved it. I mean, what I think they didn't touch on too much was the fact that she clearly had postnatal depression and she wasn't getting any help. Oh, absolutely. I think that (laughs) not, your it was another level of... If
1: we're looking at just at Hollywood and not the actual problem itself, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, she deserved it. it. I think there's so many ways in which i think the movie jigsaw confused me because i think at one point towards the end doesn't the coroner replicate the original games so the guy that was hanging off the bridge that was originally supposed to be him in the bucket head thing um i'm sure he says at the end he ran the whole thing again um to, to leave these clues to lead them back to John ten years ago because he mm-hmm. put John's blood under the fingernails. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah. set it all up so he had because he is a part of the original games, isn't he? Is yeah, he he, he was the one that never came through the first challenge. He he That's was the, right. He's passed out on the floor, isn't he? And John and, feels sorry for him because it turns out he was the guy that mucked up John's results about his brain tumor. Yes, and John decided it wasn't a harsh enough crime for him to be in the games it wasn't something like when you look at what all the others have done you had the lad that sold john's nephew the bike you had yeah. um which knowingly killed him then you had the guy that was uh the guy with the leg he had the leg rot in the end uh um, oh yeah he was a piece of work
1: but was he a piece of work to deserve to be in there because it was they were just poo- who were people choice they poor chasers.
0: he he was yeah he was basically from what i could gather a con man and a fraudster and all along that lines then mm. he had baby killer um and then you had the girl that mugged the lady that gave her an asthma attack and i presume she died because for three dollars yeah. twenty three cents. I can't feel
1: something. sorry for Baby Killer, but I can for her. I don't know why, because <laughs> clearly Baby Killer had some like she had some deep shit going on, and the other one was just she was dead. Like she was just desperate. I felt so sorry for her. <laughs> I think because of how hysterical she went on throughout yeah. the whole thing, um, I just felt I was like, oh, lady, calm
0: down. But you I'm do sure, this. I'm sure there is a scene towards the end of that where that he's the coroner's resetting up the game. And you can see him putting the bucket on the guy's head that he hung from the the bridge. Then you see him putting the bucket on the head of a lady that looked very much like the blonde lady that uh, gave the other lady an asthma attack. And that's whereabouts it stopped, where he's explaining his bit at the end, where he's, yeah, I think...
1: He's, he's explaining his master evil plan.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they always do.
1: It's like mm-hmm. just...
0: Don't do it. Don't tell anyone because then they're not going to come and get you. He's going to
1: die anyway. So you intentionally, but I'm not going to lie. Got the shock of my life when the lasers went up and nothing happened. And I'm like, what's going on here? But apparently, if you watch Jigsaw close enough, it tells you throughout the whole entire movie who this guy is. (laughs) It drops hints left, right and centre to tell you who that person is and the fact that John Kramer is actually dead. Yep. But we just, I'm too stupid to pick it up.
0: <laughs> With every single one, though, of John's um, recordings before they go through their trial, mm-hmm. he gives the answer. Yeah, he tells Every them. single one, he tells them the answer. But they don't hear it because they're in such a state of fear and panic. Mm-hmm. All they know is they've got to get out of that trap. They don't listen to, if they took 10 seconds, took a deep breath, listen to what you had to say i know it's not ideal in that situation but they would have heard the fact that he said there's a clue to how you get out like amanda got it
1: yeah she because she kind of she kind of stopped a minute and um, i know in a lot of the other movies they couldn't do it but they could in jigsaw they could have rewound it and listen to it again <laughs>
0: Let's be honest, yeah. I mean they it was dictaphons. just done a dictaphone. <laughs> I mean Eva spent a lot of money on dictaphones, let's be honest.
1: That was that them them kills in there were, were spectacular, mate. I enjoyed them. Not gonna lie. I did enjoy them. No, I Spiral was just a bit more it felt a bit more real. As there was opposed no jigsaw though, was there? No, not really. It was but I still liked it. I still really liked it. And um, Chris Rock. I mean, I never
0: expected that. I tried and... to do a count of motherfuckers in that. I tried, but well, I just between stopped. him and between... Samuel L. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, ha- you had Chris Rock's motherfucker, which is another level of high pitch motherfucker, That's a and high. he had motherfucker from Samuel <laughs> <Sonny> L. Jackson, <laughs> and he had like this this. And I was like, I, I'm sure if I Google it, but all it kept bringing up was how many times um, Samuel L. Jackson had ever said it in any movie ever. And I was like, I don't want that. I just want it. For Sp-
1: That's <laughs> a lot. So you're going to have a big high count there. And um, i thoroughly enjoyed Spiral for what it was. Not a lot. Not a lot of John in there. Not even. I don't think John's mentioned at all. I mean, he's mentioned, but it's yeah. just because we're looking at copycat situations. Yeah. What was the guy's connection
0: to him? Um, there wasn't really one to John Kramer that I could find. No, and, like, I, I could can't think. I re- can't remember. The policeman, all right, under Section 8, which was Samuel L. Jackson, was the chief of police at yeah. that time, Section 8 had taken place, which is technically like a vigilante law for the police um, at the time, which was um, any and all force can be deemed necessary in any situation. Oof which is a horrible law to put in place for anything, especially in America. Mm-hmm. America. um America. Because guns um, and people, they're not a good mix. Um, this light is know. making me look so fucking old. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to go back in the dark. I'm woman. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Section 8 happened. So when he was a rookie cop, him and that Pete went to that witness's house and... Um, pete asked the witness would you be prepared to testify about this policeman and he said yes i will testify so the policeman shot him yeah. and the kid was behind him and saw the whole and thing was which him. then turned out to be him um but that <laughs> was really the catalyst he saw john kramer's work after that and understood why john did what he did to get to where he needed to be so he admired him so that's literally all it was—the was. the, the
1: connection to it. He was a copycat, he, yeah. He used the mask, the pig mask. Is that my right? No, the pig mask mm-hmm. is a tribute to the year of the pig, which is the year that John Kramer started his work.
0: Which was also the year that Jill Tuck got mis- miscarried their baby Gideon.
1: That's right, and, and Billy is yes. because of he he. Build... right okay he built billy for his kid gideon who yes. did not make it right that fucking thing is terrifying so what was it i know do you know what's yeah. really bothering us he's sitting like this and he's not moving that <laughs> because i know he's not going to move that way my ocd
0: is like oh can you just move backwards and forwards please he actually if i turn him on he makes all the noises but i'm not going to do that because wow okay actually
1: I have, I've taken this long to point it out. You probably can see it very clearly. Dan's background. They won't know what this is. So. No, but you're going to have to explain it. If you're listening on iTunes, I highly suggest once again to go and get your or Spotify, wherever you're listening, go and check it out on YouTube. But wow.
0: Do you this... want to
1: explain it?
0: <laughs> this is Tobin Bell here. Um, it's basically done by uh, a company called The Hanging Skull, and um, they have the craziest minds you ever find. She will literally turn anything into anything. And she found a bunch of these Tobin Bell saw masks online, and she was like, I don't i want to do something with them, I don't know what I'm going to do. So she hacked this one up and stuck it on a rabbit and made it like the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Kind of thing. I, and, get, uh, I get that
1: because I can see the clock. But until you pointed out that that's Torben Bell's face, I was like, what the
0: fuck am I staring at? <laughs> but it kind of made sense to me. I was just like, the more I think about him and the White Rabbit, he leads them down to make their choices. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that it takes them through the maze, basically. And it's like, that's some fucking clever thinking. Because my, you, that know, is. you know, it's brilliant. Um But yeah, she. There's so many things in these movies that confuse the hell out of me and make no sense. But also, if they were in a different film, they'd make. They'd be perfectly fine.
1: Yeah. I think. Do you think? Do you think they rushed them? Do you think they got? Do you you know how in horror how we do? We get a great thing going and then we just fucking scramble away to get it out year after year after year. This. Obviously, did this with Saw, it turned it into a joke. Yeah. This just became an absolute joke of a franchise. And I don't blame people for thinking that. Yeah. Because between four and
0: up to 3D. Yeah, I would say from four to 3D was the worst section.
1: They did 3D, man. (laughs) Jamie, come on. Did nobody learn from the 80s that it just doesn't fucking work? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well 3d for me i i've never liked any of them final destination 3d freaking whatever else they put in 3d jaws 3d it was just a phase like it comes around every so often and they feel it like does. they just stick a load of movies in 3d it's a novelty that's all it is it
1: is but, i can't watch them i have my motion sensor sickness just blah, nah, can't do it
0: the 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 good the, the good thing um the The thing that I think redeems 3D for me out of four to 3D, so that's that section of four movies, Mm -hmm. out of from four, five, six 3D, 3D was probably the one that made the most sense in my brain out of all of them because 3D was the one where Carrie Elwes was, he'd come back. Mm -hmm. um, You were finding out the plot. uh, It was how they finished off Hoffman. I think – no, didn't uh, – Gordon locked Hoffman in, there. Someone in the Someone got room. locked
1: in there. Yeah I, I, I think it in.
0: Was, yeah, I think it was Gordon locked it, Hoffman yeah, in. Yeah,
1: because I, I can see him closing the door and yeah. doing the whole game over. Wow, that was so
0: <laughs> low! <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the theme is also called Zep's theme? Which I found really bizarre because the character Zep was in the first movie – and no one even remembers him. He I don't the, even remember him. He was the orderly <gasps> at the hospital that kidnapped Carrie his wife. wife and child. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's God. Zep.
0: The theme tune to every single fraught, Saw movie. The, the that thing that we all recognise. That's called Zep's theme.
1: I, d- I did not know that. I fucking love that theme music. See, so, you know, it's got all. It's got all of the ingredients for the perfect horror franchise it's got the music it's got the bad guy it's got the novelty fucking puppet you know it's got everything but they just they got too cocky and when they finally slowed down and stopped and thought hang on a minute let's just think about this and jigsaw came and i know jigsaw if you look at the rate it's like 37 percent of rosh maros i fuck that because I still think I still think it's absolutely brilliant. It changed my opinion on the franchise completely because I watched that and then spiral. And I was like, if they're gonna be doing like a detective, like a detective-y kind of style story, and you know, alongside how they I love the fact that we were back and forth. I didn't know we were back and forth in Jigsaw until the very end. And when you get that realization, it's like, oh holy shit. Well, I didn't fucking know it. Like, I love feeling like that
0: in a movie that, it, oh,
1: you, oh, you got me. Yeah. You got me good.
0: I found out as well that in store three, they were trying to, um, when they were trying to get it into theaters, they couldn't get the R rating that they needed. It was, it was given an NC 17, which is basically an 18. For us in the UK, an 18 is you can't go into it unless you are 18, not even with a parent super, you know, supervision. That's right. But it- NC
1: seventeen would be you could go in with a guardian. No, no, then, no, no. All oh, right. Yeah,
0: NC seventeen is you can't, but an R rating you can. So you could be mm. three and go in and watch an R rating movie. I don't mm-hmm. know how their scaling system works in America. They take ten year olds to go and watch Halloween in America. So that was something that we've never had the luxury of being able to do over here because of the mm-hmm. rating system. But um, basically, we're far been, too strict. <laughs> They didn't want uh, it to be an NC-17 because they lim- it, limited the, it limited the viewing capability in the cinema. Um, so what they did was they got Rob Zombie on board to help them trim the movie f- to make it from an NC-17 to an R-rated movie because he had to do the same with Devil's Rejects. So he had knowledge on how to edit and trim the movie down for cinema. So they got it past as an R-rated in the end because of Rob Zombie. Which... Well done, Rob. Bizarre fact, but there you go. And no, that he doesn't didn't really... have anything to do with them. And no, he's not going to make a remake of sorts. I mean, if, Sherry's he did... not in it.
1: <laughs> if he did, it would be pretty spectacular. I'm not going to lie, I'd watch it.
0: <laughs> sherry would be the bloody puppet, let's be honest. She'd be oh, Billy, yeah. cycling oh. in on the...
1: 100%. I'm surprised that they haven't had an actual person behind that puppet. I'm really surprised. It's... And if it were going to be anyone, I hope it would be Sherry Moon Zombie.
0: <laughs> that would write off the entire... Entire, just decredit absolutely it's everything gone. they've ever done. It's just
1: gone, it's just absolutely gone. <laughs> um,
0: I'm I'm intrigued on Sorex. I'm one of these people now that mm. have not, I will not look into a movie if I'm interested. No, I don't want to know the storyline. Learn, I've learned my lesson. I don't watch the trailers, I stay away from them as much as I can. Like, if I go to a cinema and they play it, I'm like, I close my eyes and put my hands over my ears because I'm like, I don't want to know, don't want to know. I if it's something I really I,
1: yeah, I don't mind if we if we're reviewing it for the podcast, like for YouTube. Um, that's what I used to do. I used to I used to do trailer reactions. So, but back before, I, I feel like the last few years trailers are just giving you a whole fucking movie, and Correct. you then you've got no. Like Spider Man was the that was me moment of realization. I sat at, like Paul had seen Spider Man beforehand, and he went Sam. You've seen the majority of it. And when I came out, I went, fuck me, I have. I've seen that there's not, nothing was a surprise yeah. because of the trailer. And I found like recently, I don't, there's certain things like Evil Dead Rise. I saw the trailer for that in the cinema. That was it. That was it. That's all I needed to know. I'm, I I really wanted to see that. Scream 6. I did exactly the same. Scream 6, I was kind of like, <sighs>
0: Okay. I'm, I'm still there i'm I, and i've seen it and i'm still there i'm like again.
1: but again i just watched that one because again i was going to go and see it of course i was going to go and see it you can't not
0: i waited go and see it. i waited for streaming oh, and that's, that's coming from a horror
1: fan i i i'm <laughs> so doing i'm doing that for insidious mind
0: <laughs> i think for me the problem was i'd seen scream five and i was so disappointed so disappointed because i think one to three plus four were a good selection of different ways of telling the original yeah. story and then five i don't know what fuck five the, was the
1: acting in it not not jenna ortega by any stretch but the girl who played sam carpenter oh and why did they call her sam carpenter why did they call her carpenter why but anyways they did Um she was terrible she was horrific it, it was, was like the cardboard pred- talking
0: the most predictable setup of all the films, um, like one to four, you you had Ugh. an idea, but you were you were always second guessing yourself. Five come along, and it was like, I know it's you all the way through. I know it's you.
1: Yeah, I the fact you. that I am oh. so I am so stupid
0: though. I can't
1: I can't sit there and go, it's him. Anthony knew straight away. Oh. I had it on for two seconds, and he went, "It's him." No, it's good. Okay. Yeah. I have to do the whole. No, it's not. It's not, it's not. You might as well just watch it because it's not. And then obviously it is. And I look like a tit, but I really enjoyed the sixth one. I felt like she got acting lessons because she wasn't as like mechanical as she was in the first one. She had a bit more personality to her, thought the kills
0: were great. don't know why we're talking about scream four, but we just are. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, it's, it's just, like I say, I think it's purely the whole need for more that as a a general public we have for. So you're looking at, It'll be 10 Saw movies with Saw X in it. So that'll be 10 movies as yeah, a whole. Yeah, because you've got
1: to remove Spiral because it's not it's not part of the... It is part of the Saw franchise, but it's just a story it's, outside of it. Yeah, I mean... So you've got the line here with the Saw and then you've got Spiral here. Just put it, just put it up there.
0: But if we're putting... I'm going to put Spiral back in from one to Spiral. I'm going here. The box office takings for the entire franchise that's been based over 19 years. 19 years? That's how long I've been working at my job. (laughs) Uh, Saw one came out in 2004 and we're now in 2023. So 19 years. This franchise started October. I started September, sorry, 2004. Ah. They've taken a grand total and we're talking streaming services. We're talking. Uh, box office we're talking all sorts they've taken over one billion dollars for the saw franchise alone that's a lot of cheese that's a lot of cheese spiral was the worst performing one but it did come out mid panini so it it, i don't don't think it had a chance
1: no i don't think it did either and it's a shame because it is genuinely a good movie it's got like kill factor wise it's brilliant there's some really creative kills in there there's some pretty cool <laughs> moments And um, chris rock is actually tol- tolerable you can get away it's not the chris rock that you know who's Don't constantly. chris rock yeah it's not chris rock trying to be the funny man it's chris rock trying to be the actor and i i didn't mind it i wasn't mad at it but what? i am dead intrigued with sorex only because all I've seen and all I want to see is that poster. There's just pictures of Tobin Bell. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Hope. That's all I'm interested in. And then I'm going to, I would like to go into it blind. I did find one of the pictures, one of the, um, I don't know if it was fan fiction. I hope it was, but it was um, a poster and it was Billy white background and like billy's imprint coming out to make it look like he's coming out of it well it looks like one of the old muppets all the old <laughs> man muppets from
0: <laughs> me my spirit know? animal yeah, yeah.
1: and Bloody um, statler that's it yeah, yeah so it reminded it just looked like one of them and i was like i hope that i hope that's not what i hope that's not what someone was going for <laughs> oh, because that poster is hilarious i do generally want it um but i'm i am dead intrigued because if you spiral, you don't know any further. You're not further forward with it, but in Jigsaw, he's very much dead. Very much dead. Has been for years. It's yeah.
0: almost like they're laughing at you at this point because they're like he's so fucking dead. Well, this is the curious thing The Sorex. Where are they going to place it in the one to three? Well, let's be honest, Jigsaw to three because it's Jigsaw one, two, three. Um but because they're running. Four, it is jigsaw five, one, two, three, absolutely, because he's not he's he's okay. He's oh, and then I'm they're running confused. four, five, six somewhere within the jigsaw to so three. They, can just, they can take four, five, and six and go. What but okay. they're running parallel, aren't they? To <sighs> one a jigsaw to to this is where it gets com- so confusing. Um but yeah, so it will be somewhere in the universe. And and I don't know if it's going to be a prequel. I don't know if it's going to be a sequel. I don't know where it's going to sit in the timeline. I don't want to know. I'm just quite happy to live in bliss, like blissful ignorance, when it comes to it. Because I just want to watch blissful, it.
1: Blissful. Yeah, I feel we could come and revisit it after because it. We like I said, like I said at the beginning, um it has been announced today that the rumor has it that Jigsaw will not come out in October as planned. It will come out in September. Why I don't know,
0: I know I, why they were scared to put it up against Five Nights at Freddy's because that comes out at Halloween, that was coming out at roughly the same time as um Five Nights at Freddy's. Now, Five Nights at
1: Freddy jigsaw,
0: but yeah. the thing is about Five Nights at Freddy's, I'm not sure until we see it how geared up it is for the kids' side. Is it gonna go full bore horror on us? Are we gonna go 15? blood gut score or are we gonna go 12A and you can say fuck once you know I'm not really sure where it's gonna go I, I
1: think we're gonna find I think we're gonna find that out with a promotion coming up for it. I think what they've done so far, the 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 trailer that they've done so far is good. Um I'm intrigued it's got me intrigued by it but if I'm weighing up my options of what I'm going to see <laughs> yeah. you know jigsaw is going to be further up than that. However it depends how the next few months go with marketing that's the so, five nights of freddy is you're only going to be able to tell once the marketing starts to kick in because if i tell you if you start seeing five nights of freddy teddy bears you know that's oh, kid centric
0: it's going to be crazy but they did something when they did the original run um i don't know which movie this was specific to in the first i think it was the first three movies but um they did a promo lionsgate with um the american red cross where they got people to donate a pint of blood for a cinema ticket to see i read this today yes and so they eventually got something like 120,000 pints donated yes. to the That's red a cross and yes that was something that i read it last night and i
1: was like again you'll remember this um it was i was like i i, I can't donate blood i'm not allowed to um because nobody wants my antibodies so i am no thank you but i think it's such a a brilliant drive no pun intended for the the movie that you're watching because the amount of blood lost in it is massive i think that's such a genius whoever fucking came up with that needs a medal needs to work in marketing more because that was genius
0: also, there was a limited edition run of prints that came out for one of the movies. There was only about a 1,000 of them made, but Tobin Bell had had a pint of blood drawn and mixed into the ink. And these, I think it was something like 1,000 limited saw prints went out with Tobin Bell's blood infused wow. into the ink for them as for a promo. A man, for a man who doesn't like
1: horror, he really has, but he he's settled into the the horror community with such ease i i was at 2019 for the love of horror he was there um and I've, we had this conversation last week about my fear of going to meet a famous <laughs> people but he did walk past me <laughs> just casually walk past me and my heart stopped for a second because that man is fucking striking to look He's at
0: very tall as well isn't mm-hmm. he
1: yeah. yeah, he's got some striking features, and I'm like, oh, and <laughs> um, the only last fact that I have, um, was the name of Jigsaw, and I really liked it, and it was meant to be called Saw Legacy, really. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it, but then when I, you think about the actual plot of the movie, it doesn't quite go. There's no legacy there. No. It's only John. He's only he's technically passed on one thing to one person who then fucks off. There's no legacy. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. No
0: jigsaw. But I love the title.
1: I was like, oh jigsaw. Yeah. I mean the the posters for that. It's one of our promotional pictures with Jam Tobin with the cracked makeup yeah. is one of the most striking images of John Kramer that I absolutely love. Do you know what the red cloak? Just give us it all. Give us it all. What I would love to see is John and his prime. That's what I would love to see. John because we got to see a glimpse of it in Jigsaw. He is well, which shocked us when he was standing up in the um, in the basement and he's with the, you know oh, what's the end game with the two with the baby killer and the douchebag? Um, it's the shotgun. It's key. Shotgun, that's the it. The keys
0: are in the shotgun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Shame he, shame she didn't get it sooner, isn't it? They weren't listening. No,
0: they were not. Listening. The it was key right to your salvation is in this whatever he said. And he was it's, holding it and showing yeah. them. <laughs> it's right there.
1: Right there. But um, open the gun. to out. see him to see him walking around in that moment and because if you think about John from when you've said you've obviously you see him for a brief second stand up and close a door in the first one, yeah. And you know he's sick. Um and then obviously he dies he's very sick in the second one and he dies in the third one and just to see him walking around as a well man i'm like ah oh,
0: but did that- you notice he was saying that uh that she cuz she was his neighbor wasn't she so he was saying yeah, that he, she he could helped, see it all she he was saying she helped him through his cancer now bearing in mind i don't know if people realize this but john had cancer twice
1: no i didn't know that
0: the first time was uh not long after gideon died he was diagnosed with bowel cancer which he went through chemo and he was fine came through it but that's when he met the baby killer lady and that's when she was helping him through and all that um and then he got the brain tumor which meant it was a side effect of the colon cancer master in his body and just literally pew 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 just, just overtaking oh, yeah. his body. So um that's when he was referring, that's why he was so much better because everybody was like, Yeah, but he was dying of cancer, and he was talking about cancer. And I was like, Yeah, he had it twice, and not a lot of people knew that. That so. makes that makes a lot of
1: that makes a lot of sense because he was very well mm. in that last scene. Um, I don't know, I think. I'm I'm intrigued with X, and I think we could just put down like, oh, this could happen now. I would love to. Got to fucking wait and see.
0: <laughs> i gonna mean, have
1: to wait and see.
0: I think that was the first time you saw a flashback, though, where it wasn't gritty, grainy, or like that weird no, fast no. part past thing that they do, where it's just like, zhush, and like you see the screen sort of take its time to catch up, and it's all very they had a very stylized way of doing the flashbacks for John yes um and that was the first one that I noticed you didn't get that which was nice it was it, was, it, was
1: it, it wasn't inflicting on the eyes and um, you I mean you did get to see him creating some of his games but yeah. it looked bright and shiny <laughs> you, you know it just looked like he was he was helping a fellow person out crafting you know people
0: like to craft. <laughs> with glitter the
1: herpes of the uh wow imagine if one of these traps was just a glitter
0: bomb i'd say that'd do far more fucking damage than people actually (laughs) have you had have you had glitter in your fucking eye (laughs) because i have and it's torturous that's a long-term torture that's the kind of thing that's gonna stay with someone for a very long time when you can see glitter then (laughs)
1: There's something to worry about. You know them jelly braces you used to get as a kid? Oh, God, yeah. I opened one up because someone dared us. And obviously it's full of liquid and glitter. And it just went <laughs> in my eye. And I was seeing glitter for weeks. Because <laughs> it was just everywhere. Don't do it, kids. Yeah. don't Sorex do glitter trap. Bet's on now.
0: If it doesn't happen,
1: <laughs> it's going to be hell on. Brilliant! I
0: love I, it. Oh. I literally have one last fact that I can think yeah. of off the top of my head, and it is that in the beginning of four, where John Kramer's laying on the slab in the coroner's office, um, and Costas uh, Mark Hoffman comes in and sees the full old like warts and all, butt naked John Kramer. He got yeah. so embarrassed, he asked them to put a towel. Over like a sheet over. Um, that's why you see the coroner throw a sheet over the middle. Over his, over his little John. Yeah, because he re- uh, he didn't know that that was actually a model. It was actually a, a dummy of John Kramer that was made. It wasn't John laying there with with makeup on. He genuinely thought. Wait, because why done.
1: would you, why would you not? John Torvin Bell had spent the whole entire movie lie flat on the floor. Why would you not think that he was lying on this gurney?
0: But he was like Mark Hoffman, Costas Mandalore in real life was so he 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 didn't even question it. He just thought it was Tobin because it, whoever made that model mm-hmm. made it to such a standard of which when you actually watch the film, I didn't know it was a model. Mm-hmm. I thought they were using like face shots of John and and they were doing um and they put on the fake, you know, you they can sometimes do it where they put the head in and they can put a fake torso on up to a certain point to to show yeah. the
1: autopsy being well, taken place and stuff yummy look at what they did with chris pratt in guardians of the galaxy 3 when nebula is walking out with star lord in her arms and the big guardians of the galaxy 3 that is not chris pratt <laughs> that is a full real life size dummy of the actor yep. in that position and it is i've seen videos and karen Gillen's social media and it is Terrifying to look at. She she does this with it, doesn't she? Oh, uh-huh. she just slips like... it around. And I remember we watched it. Me and Ant watched it, I tortured and with it. I Actually, I, I tortured I tortured myself again on my birthday. Ant was like, "You want to watch a film?" And I was like, "Do you know what? We'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy three because apparently I want to put myself through a, another bout of hysteria."
0: Honest to God, I've watched it once. I bought. I don't cry. Right, me. I, I very rarely literally um i always joke that i've got baron tear ducts i I just don't (laughs) cry and that film i'm not joking everyone in the cinema all you kept hearing was (laughs) grown men i'm not joking everybody was gone i cannot go back and watch that film again now well i've done it it.
1: and i've said to and because i hadn't seen it with him originally and i was like this is it this is the last time. I can't do it again. I'm not joking Dan. I was I was probably more hysterical at home than I was in the cinema because I had nobody to stop me.
0: It was horrifying. I yeah. mean, talk about is, horror. <laughs> I will say to James Gunn, who people underestimate massively as a director, he has had some bangers in his career that mm-hmm. people don't even know he had anything to do with. Um he was even in an episode of Buffy. was a school teacher in an episode of Buffy there you go um but James Gunn is such an underrated person people see him as overrated because he got into doing Disney and now obviously being DC's new poster boy yeah that they you know they're expecting great things but the guy came from trauma he came from uh filthy fart jokes and and yeah Pultry slither guys let's look and at slither <laughs> slither is one of my all time uh, honestly it's up there for stupid horror films it's up there for my creature feature kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing i've got a signed my sister, dvd my sister
1: forced me to watch it a few years ago she was like i can't believe with all this horror you've not watched fucking slither so i had to sit and watch it
0: i i got michael rooker to sign it for me and i meant to take it when nathan Fillion was at the thingy but uh at the show but I literally, we got halfway there and I was like, I fucking forgot it. Fucking forgot it. But um, I managed to get a 8 by 10 signed by Nathan anyway. But, you know, when you're just like, fuck, that would have really just. God damn it. That would have been the, the staple. staple. Yeah, because Michael Rooker and Sean Gunn are also both at Wales Comic-Con in a couple of weeks. So I've got Rooker mm-hmm. on quite a lot of things, but I haven't got Sean. And I've got the Belco experiment on vinyl. So I'm thinking I might take the Belco Experiment soundtrack with me and get get Sean and um, and Michael to sign it because that is a very underrated movie as well. Wow. Have you seen the Belco Experiment?
1: I've never heard of it until now.
0: Do it. It's I think it's a gun film. I think it's a gun film. I'm not entirely sure. It's very much like um you know the film with Stephen Yun and um Samara Weaving, where it's like mayhem is it called whether it's i just can see rage. i can see the poster for it but i've never seen it well the belco experiment is basically people trapped in a building and they have to fight for survival it's just human it's the, it's the hunger games in a building correct and and it's got Rooker in it and it's got Sean Gunn in it and it's got many other people in it and the summer it, kills you know in what? that are class yeah you, you so... had me
1: you had me a Rooker, like <laughs> I will watch anything with that man. I'll support that man till the day he decides to stop doing things because he is phenomenal. He's Mary Poppins, you He's Mary Motherfucking. Pop- I wish he could have put a motherfucker in there. That would have been good. Mary Motherfucking Poppins. But <laughs> shall we wrap John Kramer? Yes. Have we got any more on Mr. Kramer? He is a hard man to research. There is he very, very much is, out is there. because you know the backstory of him is pretty black and white you get to see it you there's nothing more to add to his mythos because you have already encountered it
0: it's more toby
1: yeah jigsaw is jigsaw saw is more interesting than (laughs) i mean this in the nicest way possible more interesting than its main protagonist because of all the twists and turns and kills and if we were to do a proper if you you could break saw into so many different categories to talk about we just decided to do to talk about john you know
0: because he covers all of them except for the book of which he's alluded to but he's never seen or spoken Um, even the the tapes in Spiral are very much um they're they're a different voice they don't sit well with me because it's not John's voice but then it wouldn't make sense for it to be John's voice so yeah I I think I think he's alluded to therefore it still gets to fall into the category but and it does just come down to like
1: isn't it They called a sore story Spiral yeah, so store, that sounds terrible i don't feel like that's right
0: they're trying to, uh, it's called the book of saw i think the book uh, of saw
1: that's it
0: and it's, it's I mean, just the, they're using the like you say you know, the mythos the 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 do you know what would have sounded better
1: the book of kramer <laughs> yeah. that would have sounded so much better than the book of saw well
0: because it's more than just saw isn't it it's jigsaw uh-huh.
1: it's you jigsaw know, he,
0: he cut the puzzle pieces out of their flesh to tell Yally. them that there was something missing. That was the whole premise. They had to find the peace that they needed by going through that trial and be reborn. I, I feel I feel you could do that in a different, non violent way. <laughs> yeah, it's called counselling, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not John Kramer and I'm not I don't have God complex and I don't I don't think So we're that... always
1: going to take it tell you to take the better road and not go down the murderous <laughs> one to find yourself.
0: Unless you really had no choice at which. Don't don't come to my house because um, I, I don't yeah, want to Yeah, I'm don't come knocking my
1: door. <laughs> we have good lives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for me, I would give the Saw franchise out of five, for me personally, as a whole, judging mm-hmm. every movie, three and a half. And that's feeling a bit generous, but I'd say three and a half because yeah. for the more point, more of the films are better than less yeah less, you know i mean there is bad yeah. films but more of them are better than they are bad
1: i'm gonna agree with that um because i feel like we're just starting we're starting again that's how i feel especially off the back of jigsaw i could watch the first one jigsaw spiral and be fucking happy that all the rest just sitting over there and um, and i just I don't know we'll see how X goes Mm -hmm. and if you want to talk about it after X like how it's fitted into the franchise and where it stands and we can do that but I just until we see how X plays out I don't know if this is the start or finish of the franchise
0: I don't know because I mean Tobin Bell is now 80 years old what he's 80 years old and he's a little league coach that's what he does that's that's his life now so the fact that he's even come back and done this film is is quite a miracle to be honest not because of his age but because of the life that he's chosen to settle into now which is very much a homebody grandpa-y oh
1: he, let him that's, be my granddad
0: <laughs> that's his life now you know <laughs> isn't um, it amazing
1: before we before we wrap this up but isn't it amazing how the actors of his generation are not looking their age now, like I would never have put Tobin Bell as 80, but oh I can't just I can't explain myself properly that like you can see like other actors from like a generation maybe before him that yes would have looked their age when they're in their 80, but these are these aren't like there's certain actors that I could like Arnie and Sly like I couldn't put them in that age
0: category because to me this the ageless they well they're all in the mid-70s. I think there's a big group of them. You've got Arnie, you've got um, Sly, you've got um, Danny Treasure. Mm. <laughs> you've got I, um, don't you find them ageless though? Like, yeah, it always surprises me when someone says Danny's in his mid 70s, and I take one look at him and he doesn't seem to have aged much since Dust Till Dawn, it's just he's sort of been on this weird pause, yeah, of, of like aging. Um it, 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 I don't know, these people must sleep in freezers. There must be something. They sort must of... do.
1: I probably I don't feel like I explained myself properly, but in my head it made a lot of fucking sense. I got what you so, meant. Thank you. Well, this has been our little deep dive factoid-filled episode on John Kramer. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Um, I hope people can hear that through my mic. <laughs> Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week. Oh next week we are going back. we back 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 back. We are heading back to the universal monsters back 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 and we are doing probably one of the most, if not the most iconic character from Universal monsters in my opinion. we're doing the bride. the Bride. oh wow.. Ooh. Ooh yes we are doing the bride of frankenstein which is going to be so interesting to do a whole episode based on 10 minutes that she <laughs> appeared in a movie once
0: so it could only be 10 <laughs> minutes long our episode but we're going to do our best we're going to do our best
1: we are we will make it interesting enough you can find us on our social well you can find Nadi up north on this on social medias You just type in nerdy up north. We are on them all. And our episodes go up every Monday, 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 Monster Monday. Um, You can also, if you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, um, like sharing and subscribing this video and possibly like. Go back and have a look at our back catalogue as well. I mean, that'd be that'd be nice. Our Pennywise video is doing phenomenally. So thank you so much to everyone who has watched, everyone who's supported, everyone who joins us in the live on a Monday night. Thank you.
0: Yes, it's not lost on me that you want to come and see a weirdo and another weirdo and we're talking about weird stuff, you yeah. know. It really is appreciated. And I've got to be honest. You could do more by going back and watching them all again.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: just go back. And and then then once you're done <laughs> with that, if you could
1: go to Spotify and iTunes yes. and give us a subscribe and like on there. And if you can, however way they do it on and um, Spotify, but on iTunes, if you give us a five-star rating or a review, it, the algorithm picks them up and it just helps other monster fans and monster fiends help to find the podcast. So if you could would be appreciated. Thank
0: you. Spotify is basically just a, a heart like. If you give it a heart like, it comes up. Like, yeah. So you need to Please. heart like it and subscribe. So that would be
1: that would be so lovely. We would appreciate it. But all of our details are down below. Where are they down? Where are they down? They're down there, down there, right down there. And until next time, stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Jigsaw.